0: It's time for the IHSA Safety Podcast. Hey Scott, welcome back to uh, the Core Podcast. Uh, welcome in to talk about uh, Element 12, statistics and records.
1: Oh, thanks Stacy. I- Again, just like Element Eleven, uh, emergency preparedness. If you had a chance to listen to it, I actually like the stats and records uh, <laughs> element as well.
0: Well, I don't know how many of our uh, our internal auditors love the stats and records, but you know, <laughs> it's part of the job, right? So <laughs> it's a very important well, it, component. It
1: is, it is an interesting element, but um, yeah, hopefully we can we can talk through and. Uh, it'll help uh, through this podcast, help a few people understand sort of what we're looking for in it.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think that uh, one of the things with uh, Element 12 stats and records is that there's just maybe a little bit of confusion as to um, what exactly we are looking for um, and how to properly demonstrate that. So it's a great opportunity for us to sit down now and, and talk about that and just um, talk about some of the details and, and help as many people as we can prepare, pr- prepare successfully.
1: Thanks again, Stacy, for for involving me in this one.
0: Yeah, no problem. Um, so let's uh, start off with the twelve point one. Is there a documented procedure to organize, monitor, and measure health and safety performance?
1: So this one here is critical to this uh, to this element of several other elements that uh, you may be going through in the podcast. Is um, we're going to take a look to what does the procedure say we do? So if you have a documented procedure we're going to take a look at it and if you take a look at the guideline it does uh, inform you of some of the information we're looking for but we're the actual procedure itself should indicate the the who what when where how um, of what is being collected Mm -hmm. how often is it being collected and when are we reporting it to our system or the health and safety management system is it monthly quarterly annually or is it a combination of all of them but more importantly within the procedure what exactly are we collecting
0: right yeah i think that this information is uh very critical and um yet yeah, a lot of times it's missing out of the organization's procedures. so um it, it you know it really lays the foundation for what you're doing and um we as auditors that's what we're always going to be referring back to is to see you know, what do you say you're doing? And then we determine if you actually have put that in into uh, implementation and are actually doing it, right? So if you don't have the specific detail in your procedure, then it's very hard to uh, prove that you're doing what you what you say you're doing. Um, And it's definitely hard, uh, if not impossible for us to determine if you're actually uh, doing it, right? Um, So we definitely want to make sure that the procedure is specific and and well defined,
1: yeah, so sometimes when, when these come in, they're just, uh, they'll be either the management review procedure and saying, oh, at least annually, we're going to review stats. Mm-hmm. Well, what's stats? Mm-hmm. Um, how many butterflies were counted on site? Um, <laughs> how many times a truck went in reverse? We, we're not sure what you're looking for. So we we do need some detail. Well, hopefully um, they're,
0: they're more geared towards, you know, like safety statistics, <laughs> not insects. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and, and exactly, and and hopefully in there as well as we're looking at some leading indicators such as like, uh, how many inspections are we doing, how many training opportunities did we have, and safety talks. These are positives that are aiding the the management system. And mm-hmm. then we've got some lagging indicators. Um, what are we collecting as the as the negatives or the drains on the system, which may be the first aids or the uh, the accidents, property damage, near misses, those type of things. But um, as people get good at stats are gonna put well who's collecting what information mm-hmm. and then you're gonna be able to do a comparison is and generally what people are finding is the more leading indicators, like the more information sharing we're doing with our uh, our employees and our clients, the less incidences we have. Mm-hmm. Um so, so again we're, we're looking for this type of information in there but the procedure is key to the rest of this element
0: okay and I uh, just one before we move on to the second question I just want to tie it back into what you were saying there about uh, you know some people will submit um, in place of their um, the procedure for statistics and records um, they'll submit a management review procedure and I just wanted to again point out that the two are very different you know in your management review you can definitely say that a part of your management review is to, you know, review stats, sure. But the stats in itself should be its own separate procedure that is unique and and, and spells everything out and uh, very specific, right?
1: Yeah, it's, um, it is very specific to what stats you're collecting. Yeah. And, you know, we have uh, hazard assessments that we're doing. Well, are we again, how many are we doing? Mm-hmm. How many did we miss out on? And uh, just in a previous life, uh, I used to try to get to about, compliance Mm -hmm. and I in my mind and uh, the feedback I got that was that was pretty good you're never going to get a hundred percent Compliance on the leading indicators, but hopefully as you get closer to a hundred percent Your lagging indicators start to drop or the severity of uh, those incidents drop as well So it's really important. What are we collecting and um, and as we go through this? You'll see what is the value of what we're collecting.
0: Yeah, okay um 12.2, 12.2, are corporate and or uh, project health and safety summaries developed and maintained?
1: Okay, so when so I look at this, again, this is a documentation. I'm going to say, according to the procedure,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, are you collecting the, like? when is the corporate um, information required? Um, in a past life, I used to, quarterly, I had to build reports and all the quarterly reports would build into the. The annual corporate report. Right. But on a monthly basis, I also had to provide localized information to the the local general manager so that they were aware on a monthly basis and they. Whatever their uh, key performance indicators were is, oh, geez, we need to take some action on this before it hits my quarterly report that goes to corporate.
0: Right. So here Um, in in the core, in context of core, what we'd be looking for is whatever your company specifically says you're doing. So if you're saying that you're doing something, collection on a monthly basis, uh, a report on a quarterly basis, and then an annual report, then that's what we're going to be looking to actually validate in this question.
1: Yes, and if it's if it's not there according to the procedure,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I'm I'm a bigger fan of saying okay, the to, back to the management system in our reports saying mm-hmm. you're not following your procedure. So if it's important for management to write the procedure in 12.1, mm-hmm. then it's important for the, the the internal auditor to report back going we're not following the procedure. We need to have other context in yeah. our uh, in our reports to the procedure, or management needs to change what we're collecting.
0: Yeah. Um, I think like for myself, when I see some uh, submission stuff, um, you know, I might see that they have, you know, uh, provided um, an annual report, but their procedure says that they're doing something at the site level, like a project uh, report for every single project, yet they don't supply that as evidence. So then I can't fully validate the question because they've only given me a piece of that puzzle. They haven't validated everything that they say that they're doing. So I can't give them the marks for the question. So that's just you know something some food for thought uh it really is about um showing us that you are doing everything that you've outlined in your procedure um okay 12.3 is uh, health and safety performance being measured at a specified frequency So,
1: so again this is an all or nothing question again with documentation and um the reason again i do like this element is because if you're following your procedure you're providing us information at the specified frequency of your uh of your program so if you're saying we're doing quarterly reports great we'd need uh samples of one two three quarters mm-hmm. uh, but again back to the procedure so when we're not following what the procedure is asking for uh, but again we want to respond back to the management system and say oh but well, maybe Um, the procedure needs some tweaking because what is it the management wants us to collect and when do they want us to collect it Mm -hmm. Um, also just for some of the the new uh, auditors out there when you're going through this it's very hard Uh, sometimes they'll just say we just respond back to the management system annually
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, i don't know about yourself stacy but uh what were you doing april 2020 and uh how often were you filling out reports or those type of things, if you're not collecting it on a regular basis, mm-hmm. um, even monthly, you may just collect some stats. Yeah. To fill the the thing, it's very hard to go backwards in time, and and we're seeing that quite often uh, when we do see the annual ones uh, that we've never done an annual one before, um, and here's our first one that's only being part of a year. Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard when your procedure says we're going to do these things annually, um, and all I have is. January, February, March, and I handed it in for April
0: 2021.
1: Yeah, so we can't fulfill that.
0: Yeah, for sure. No, it, it, I mean, it's fine if you're going to do a, a big annual report, but you know, it's definitely a lot easier if you have something built in where you're collecting um, on a on a more frequent basis than that, and making sure that you're staying on top of it. Um, because yeah, if you wait until a whole year goes by to start trying to collect all your stats and stuff, it's going to be a huge, uh, cumbersome project. Um, not only that, but there is value, um, in collecting your stats on a more regular basis so that you can, you know, take a look at them on a more regular basis, right? Like after a full year has gone by, that's a lot of time that you could be, you know, maybe catching a potential problem, right? Um, so I definitely think that, you know, collecting on a, you know, monthly basis at least, um, and you know, I definitely, when I was in the internal auditor position, was looking at the stats um, and analyzing them <laughs> as well. You know, just mm-hmm. to see if there's something that we could be improving on upon not waiting till the year end. You know what I mean? So. Um, okay. Yeah, and uh, I, uh,
1: sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, and if I just tie that back to the procedure, Stacy, um, for for a lot of the the clients I've worked with over the years, they've heard me say, you know, why am I doing all the work? So again, if you go back to the procedure and say it's the site superintendent's, the site supervisor's responsibility to provide stats on a monthly basis, and they know what, or here's what the stats are,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then when you write it in and go, to the health and safety coordinator shall monthly uh, build the stats. Now your responsibility is to collect the stats and if one of the superintendents, supervisors or whoever the the people are collecting the information hasn't provided it again that's good information back to the management system Mm -hmm. and so that this way you don't have to do all the information you're the collector of the information and it seems as i'm talking to some of the clients um, they have to collect everything because that's what the procedure says and and they have no way of collecting the information Mm -hmm. but as you go through this one in core 2020 it's going to say roles and responsibilities um you might want to take advantage of who should be who's collecting it so it might be myself collecting it but other parties have to provide it to me Mm -hmm. and you'll collect and analyze or put it all together Mm
0: -hmm. okay good point um 12.4 does the company compare their health Mm -hmm. and safety performance with past performance
1: Okay, again, you're going to hear me again say back to the procedure. Well, what, perform, or what stats are we collecting in, uh, in question 12.2? What, what is the information we're collecting? So again, if it's leading and lagging indicators, um, would it make sense that leading and lagging indicators that we're comparing both this year's, last year's, previous years? Um, a lot of times um, the procedure doesn't say what you're going to compare uh-huh. uh, going forward. And here's just the accents we had this year and last year that we could pull from uh, WSIB or other sources. And honestly, is it if your procedure is saying we're collecting all the leading indicators and the lagging indicators, Mm -hmm. would it not make sense to put that performance, hey, as as our um, leading indicators, again, doing training opportunities, inspections, as they've increased we've seen our lagging indicators go down. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's just lagging indicators, all we're showing is negatives to management. But you want to show that you're in the a performance according to the procedure. Mm-hmm. As we've done these activities that you wanted us to collect information on, uh, as they went up, the other the negatives went down.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely good to um, be able to, to compare that and show that. Um, I did want to throw uh, an example into uh you know, example situation here. Um, so you, you talked a little bit before about, you know, maybe a company has only just recently started collecting their um, statistics. Um, what would happen if you were a part of a organization who, yeah, just started only collecting your statistics, uh, your safety stats, maybe like six months ago? Um, how would that impact your core submission?
1: Okay, well, according to the core guidelines, you'll find that um ihsa recommends that you have your health and safety management system running for at least a year uh, before submitting your core audit so we've just started our stats um, and anybody starting to build these stats going okay well, what are we looking for what are we doing in, in a six-month period you should have a, a good idea of okay where's our stats starting to trend and the more you ask for them the more stats you'll get but there are a lot of um, opportunities out there where if you Um, because you've been in business for years and years and years there should be an opportunity to look back and go okay what does our procedure ask us to have in place Mm -hmm. can I go backwards and what inspections can I find for the last calendar year right just because we said okay we're gonna start April 1st but we're submitting this in October 1st of 2021 that's the only time period I'll have during that time period is there other people in there who could find this information and and there are sources out there where you could go uh, WSIB. I know if you um, if you join onto their Compass program, you can look at your stats for several years. Mm-hmm. And you can actually look at that, and so that's a piece of the information. But they're all again lagging indicators. Mm-hmm. You do have this information somewhere in there, and if it was zero, hey, we we can't find any safety talks, or we found four or five. This is again showing management the work that you're doing moving these forwards. So. If um, be prepared that if, if we're not following the procedure we're not collecting all this that the, the question may may receive a negative response or, or zero to it
2: mm-hmm.
1: but as you go through the core system it is about continuous improvement so year one maybe we didn't have full marks for this but year two year three because we're maintaining this and we've been externally audited and now we've got time behind us mm-hmm. there should be uh, there should be a, n- a no-brainer getting the marks moving forward
0: mm-hmm. okay Uh, 12.5, are the annual statistics
1: analyzed and needs or trends identified? Okay, again, this is an all or nothing question, but I I look back to the procedure and um, what is this supposed to look like for your company? So when we do look at the annual stats, is it just a listing of stats?
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Because that's what it sounds like we're, we're looking for, but if I read the question, are the annual stats analyzed and needs or trends identified? So once you've collected the information, here's a whole bunch of zeros and ones, and we got ten of these and five of those.
0: Mm-hmm. What does this what mean does to mean?
1: you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what kind of trends happened in there? What do we what do we need to improve on and, and what can we pat ourselves on the back for success? Because when you're looking at stats, I have talked about leading indicators, all the positives, there's a lot of positives going on, but if all we're reporting is the negatives, mm-hmm. um, sometimes it does drag the system down. But if we go, hey, I, I just happened to notice one of the trends were, Uh, The last quarter of the year, we did quite a few orientations and we had safety talks on a regular basis and our accident rates went down Mm -hmm. during that quarter. Mm -hmm. Is that a a true relationship? Maybe, maybe not, but it it does uh, deserve some patting on the back because as a safety person, you can say this because of what we did uh, and should we maintain this?
0: Mm -hmm. I know when I was in the internal auditor position, um you know look when you're trying to build that uh, safety culture and um you know the leading indicators are really important um you know how many safety talks how many inspections all that kind of stuff and and analyzing that as it comes in because for me that was you know i wanted to collect that obviously on a monthly basis and i was analyzing that on a monthly basis because um you know you get to see who is uh, doing what they're supposed to be doing who needs a little bit of coaching, even, you know, as an example, like the quality, I looked at the quality of inspections that the site supers were doing because, you know, uh, sometimes they're, you know, (laughs) sometimes they're doing an inspection and it was like, okay, every single week their site is the most safe site uh, in the entire world, you know, like (laughs) there was never any kind of anything out of place. And, you know, for me, that's, uh, that presented an opportunity for coaching and training because, you know, I I basically uh, coach them and and train them and and let them know that, um, you know, doing their site inspection is not about uh, trying to have a perfect site. It's about um, showing that when something does come up, that you're taking care of it right so did you see um something without a guard and what did you do about it did you find an electrical cord that was not safe and what did you do about it right so it's about documenting all that kind of stuff not documenting nothing <laughs> right um so for me uh in that time when we were building for core uh it was important to for me to analyze those uh, leading indicators on a on a frequent basis just to see what we could do as a team to um, improve right and then of course, documenting that is important because, then that's what you can kind of—that's what you can submit to us here now at NIHSA to um, to prove that you're doing it right.
1: Yeah, it's proof to us and, and proof to the again the management system or management that the actions you took mm-hmm. did have value in like the its left side equals right side kind of thing, and um, the more you put onto the left side, say the leading end indicators, the there should be a drop in the lagging indicators, mm-hmm. and if there isn't. Well, why maybe the actions we're taking aren't aren't effective for wh- whatever the lagging are or these were um these were things that were outside of the spectrum we were looking at right and, and really from a good stats and records um analysis and this should come out in element 19 the management review as well as um sometimes when you're doing stats you're going to find that uh, management uh, when you're doing a really good job of collecting stats mm-hmm. they're going to ask you some questions and um, you're gonna curse myself for Stacy uh, when you're when all of a sudden management saying, hmm, you know what? Uh, what does this stat mean? And you tell them, and they go, oh, you know what? I want you to start collecting stats on how many pre-use inspections we're doing on Fridays at one o'clock. And you're go, what? And then you're gonna work really hard at that. And for some reason though, but but at this point, when you're, you're going, oh man, these stats I'm collecting, they have no value. Well, management asked you to collect those stats, so they have some value out there. Mm-hmm. And then. They're actually asking questions about it. So as you collect this information, so for once you get good at the whole stats and records, uh, this this whole procedure, uh, management's going to start to ask you to start collecting stats that have value to them, mm-hmm. and that's when you know you've succeeded with it. And you are going to possibly curse us in the background because management, if you're meeting uh, quarterly or uh, every six months mm-hmm. or annually they're going to change the, the the direction they're going with the stats. Right. And just when you good at it, collecting, again, how many butterflies were flying around the site, <laughs> now they're going to ask, well, how many caterpillars did you run over? <laughs> uh, do you want to know about the, the butterflies anymore? No, we <laughs> want to know about the caterpillars. So, um, This does come out of this, but it's actually a really important uh, part of it is what are we doing with the information we're getting? Yeah. And uh, is the information relevant? And wait, you'll know uh, internally, everybody, when... You're successful with this element when they start asking for stats, and they want you to collect some other stats yeah. because this has value to them.
0: Right. Okay. Um, so before we move on to the next question, just wanted to point out uh, some of the um, for for 12.5. Some of the things that we see is you know errors with this question is that well the, the most common thing that we see is that no analysis has been done. So maybe um, an Excel spreadsheet or something is submitted. Um, with all of your your safety stats from the past year, that's great, Um, but there's no kind of analysis has been done. Um, and no, no trends or needs have been identified, and that is really the true, con, uh, you know, true intent of the question. Uh, you know, as Scott and I have been talking about, um, you know, what do these stats mean to you? We want you to be analyzing it and telling us what that means to you. And um, you know, if it means that you've identified nothing, that's fine. <laughs> but if it means that you've identified additional training needs to be co- done because of such and such you saw, um, then that's what we're really looking for in this question. So, twelve point six is uh, first aid. Sorry, our first aid treatment records analyzed. Lots of analysis in this uh, <laughs> this element. Yeah.
1: So, so uh, an, an easy run through this is just for what Stacey and I just talked about in question twelve point five. As part of your. Uh, needs and trends. Maybe if already you've taken advantage of, but well, what is our first aids? How many have we had? What does it mean? What are the common threads within them?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that's what this question is asking for. So um, generally, we, we get things that are just, um, here's three first aid um, incidents that we had, or, or here's a list of 20 or 30 we've had. Mm-hmm. Now, in there, um, i am seeing quite a few clients start to collect these first aid stats and uh, and they collect their medical aids and all the rest. They're they're on one spreadsheet and they'll filter out first aids. And from 2018 to 2021, um, here's all our first aids. Mm -hmm. And again, it's great, you've got a whole pile of them, but what's the analysis of them? And I can quickly scroll down and go, huh, if I was looking at this, I saw... Uh, you know week one Johnny was poked in the eye mm-hmm. by something then you know week six of the the project Mary was poked in the eye with something yeah and we, we had a couple of cut fingers and then back to Martha was poked in the eye Huh? there is a common thread that's going on within these accents so that's all we're asking for is out of that what are we doing is there any action uh, being taken and we are looking for just first aid, so quite often medical aid incidents come in with no context for for what's in there, like they've gone to see the doctor or it's follow-up, return to work type of information. Mm -hmm. Um, But just keep in mind, um, some people will say, well, we don't have any first aid accidents, uh, so we didn't analyze any, but just take a look into the stats sheet and there's four or five that are marked on the sheet. Mm -hmm. So which one, you know, what happened here? So. We do check check across different elements, or it comes up in the management review. And and typically, when I'm going through an audit, I try to do it in, in one swoop. Mm-hmm. So as, as I see element two, three, four, and you know two elements beforehand, I'll see element ten talking about accidents, and incidents, or I'll be in the first aid part and go, Oh, there was a couple. Yeah. I wonder why they weren't analyzed. So yeah. just keep in mind that when, when you're going through your information to tie them all in together.
0: Yeah, because it, like the whole the whole audit, that all ties in. Everything's interlinked somewhere. And, uh, you know, you can be giving information in one question and it's relevant to another question. And as the auditors who were doing this every single day, day in and day out, uh, we know those connections, <laughs> right? So like you said, Scott, like you can look somewhere else and find some information and it might not match up with you know what's being told the story that's being told in, in this question right so yeah it's definitely important to make sure that you are consistent and uh, make sure that you are providing the proper information there um, and like you said referring back to um, 12.5 if you have your first uh if first aid treatments are indicated in there then you definitely want to make sure that in 12.6 you're you're actually doing an analysis on them right um and And the whole thing uh, with the analysis point is, again, we want to make sure that you're actually doing something and taking some action on it to further prevent these things from happening, right? So... If you have trends, uh, like you were saying, Scott, someone's getting poked in the eye with something. Um, I'm not sure <laughs> how this is happening, but you, that's what you want to analyze, right? You want to see, like, okay, hey, well, how are these people getting pokes in the eyes? Or, you know, obviously one, a big one would be a uh, finger cut being cut or something, right? Like, do we need to look at um, wearing gloves in a certain situation? Like, this is what the intent of the question the, the intent of this process really is all about, right? Um, so, yeah. yeah.
1: And if you if you took the inverted triangle uh, or sort of the, the the pyramid of, of incidence, right, it'll start talking about how many near misses there were, how many first aids, how many, and it'll work up, right? So as you're finding trends in poking the eye, poking the eye, or cut finger, cut finger, eventually you may get to possibly a, a critical injury, which is getting towards the top, right? So as you're identifying the trends in the more minor type incidences, mm-hmm you're able to cut those off and stop that from from building up to potentially a medical aid or definitely. potentially a critical injury or uh, worst case of fatality.
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay, 12.7. Was an action plan developed based on the summary and recommendations of your last audit?
1: So for um, for internal audit submissions, especially the, the new ones, uh, a lot of clients have problems finding uh, an action plan to, to submit and they'll just submit well here's the core action plan that we did but um i as they finish their audit sorry and um sometimes I'll, I'll refer back and go well the action plan is not being forwarded according to the health and safety management system so sometimes the the management system itself when you when i'm reading through the manual i notice there's quite a few requirements for internal audits not core audits um or But there may be cvor audits or or other training audits that they do on a regular basis well where are the results for those Mm -hmm. so i know i know when some people are first looking at this they're saying okay well i just finished my internal audit for the core audit so that must be what they're talking about but it could also be when you first started your own audit um back in you know january of 2020 you did a desktop audit and you found quite a few things missing Mm -hmm. so here's my action plan And then to tie it into question 12.8, we communicated that to management and our our workers that this is some of the things we're missing as we're going through our journey to core. That would be a great one um, because there's, there's basically a first audit. It might've been a desktop audit. Um, And then is that action plan was it, was it completed? Uh, But a lot of times we're seeing there's no relationship to past audits with this. It's hard to, to see what type, what, what, um action plan is this referring to because sometimes your management system does say there is one or or they'll give me the same action plan as the management review action plan Mm -hmm. the management review action plan is that moment in time and just a part of the management review procedure Mm -hmm. so again just take a look at what's what's to be supplied because um there are quite a few action plans that we talk about throughout this but um I, the first one I would look at is as you're reading through your manual, going through your manual, what other audits do we possibly reference? Uh, I've seen environmental audits that we're doing on an annual basis and CVOR audits we're doing before our uh, government inspections. These are important ones that, that could be part of it, and why wouldn't you pass those on? So um, t- take a look at what's, what's in your program first and then uh, what action plans you've done because it will it will show a journey that you've done, uh, especially if you, when you're first starting core. Let's get an action plan of what we're going to try to get done, and what we found as deficiencies. And six months later, hey, we've closed some of those off. Then we have our final action plan that we would submit as part of the core audit.
0: Right. So um, I know that for a lot of firms, like you were saying, that it's their uh, you know their first attempt at you know submitting for for core. So they think oh we don't have we don't have any previous audits, and they'll just say you know not applicable. Um, And then, you know, oftentimes we will not give them the marks for that because, you know, just because you're submitting for core right now, um, you know, you didn't start be you didn't start where you are right now right like you you obviously started like a year maybe two years ago and what were your steps from then like maybe uh people don't realize it but indirectly they have created action plans at some point um you know to say okay we're missing this we need to do this we need to you know talk about our preventive maintenance we need to you know do some more training on this and blah, blah, blah. And so you definitely have at some point done your own um audit um and seen where you're deficient and we're just making sure that you are able to document that and uh, show us your progress along the way right um and then similarly like you were referring to scott maybe for some other reason they are required to do some other sort of audit um like cvr or something like that um they can also submit that as evidence as well
1: yeah we're just looking for something from the management system because um stacy you mentioned earlier about doing inspections Mm -hmm. if somebody was just filling out hundred percent inspections and there was nothing to correct mm-hmm. um okay uh the same sort of thing with this you didn't start at a hundred percent right and uh the the safety person internally why wouldn't you take some credit for hey we we didn't have this when we started mm-hmm. so this is management this is the system i had to put in place this is the the corrective actions we took and sometimes those corrective actions don't work we have to fix it once or twice um but again it's it it also corrective action plans um used to run them all the time and for multiple years because it kept me on point and if some things I'd have to answer oh that's due next month mm-hmm. I better start working on it now um, it's, a, it's a great tool uh, to keep yourself on point and, and keep yourself moving forward for things and when did they close off and if the item comes back up we could easily open that item back up and keep moving forward through the process it's all about continuous improvement
0: and just to slip in here that it's also for internal auditors it's also a really useful tool like you're saying to keep a kind of a continuously running um corrective action plan it's a useful tool because you know a lot of times management will say okay well really we've been working at this core thing for a while now like what kind of progress have we made like what what are we doing right (laughs) where are we at um and you can show okay hold on a second here let me go get my corrective action plan and i can show you you know everything that we've accomplished over the past six months right Um, and sometimes you know if you don't aren't keeping a record of that you might be like, hey, I've been busy the, for the past six months. I know I've been busy. Um, but when your manager is asking what you're doing, it's really useful to have a whole list of things that projects that you've been working on to get the the organization, you know, stepped closer to core, right? So it's, uh, yeah, I think it's it's really good to, to have that documentation.
1: And if I'm going to be really energy efficient uh, again with that, we're going to have multiple people taking care of multiple things. So again, if, there's a way in your procedure to say who's collecting what, who's doing what information. Again, for for stats or for corrective action plans, um, the more people that are helping you, Mm -hmm. um, you can share in the success or you can uh, point in the direction of going, well, Johnny, I'm still waiting on his reports. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've asked him once, twice, three times, so we're behind on those ones. Mm -hmm. And then management can take action on those to go, okay, why aren't these done? For sure. Um,
0: For sure. Okay, um, we'll jump into uh, the last question here. Uh, so, just um, this is connected with uh, 12.7, uh, but 12.8 is Was the action plan communicated to workers and implemented in a timely manner?
1: So, so this one's directly tied into question 12.7. So, if we had a corrective action plan um, that we were working on or that we started with, we're looking for the communication as the action plan and the communication to uh, to workers. Mm-hmm. So here's what we're working on. And I know over the years, I've, I've talked to people and said, you know, um, do you want to put in every single item that you're working on? Maybe, maybe not. But it, but part of your communication is here's what we're working on to help us move forward. And yeah. to be successful going through an audit, uh, you've got to involve everyone in there. And uh, the more you involve your workers and communicate with them, the more they're going to help you be successful. Yeah. So I, I guess, um, there's two things. There there are two validation techniques. So sometimes the interview scores forgot to put in, or you know it, it's not a positive response. So that will affect the score. Mm-hmm. But provide documentation of that communication score uh, or communication plan, and move forward with it. Uh, it's again, it's just helping helping you move forward. It's a couple easy marks. Mm-hmm. Action plan proof of communication and then just make sure you've interviewed the, the workers to get that uh, that response back.
0: Yeah, and, and the that proof help of... you
1: get through the question.
0: Sorry, the, the proof of communication, like you said, it was documentation, but the proof of communication could, you know, often we'll see forms of, you know, a company-wide email being sent out um, either by the internal auditor or by senior management uh, with the corrective actions, uh, corrective action plan in there, or maybe at your, you know, quarterly safety meeting or something that's when... Um, the The corrective action plan is communicated, and we'll see something like uh, attendance sheet for the for the safety meeting and and whatnot. So, um, again, just providing documentation proof that those workers have received the corrective action plan in some sort of communicated way.
1: Yeah, that's it. It just, um, they're going to help you be successful with moving these forward. I'll guarantee you, uh, Negative Nancy will be in the crowd and uh, a month after you've done that communication, well, what have you done with this item? (laughs) Great. (laughs) You've communicated out to her. She's just your alarm clock going, oh, yeah, i got (laughs) to get that done. (laughs) Yeah. Or terrible Tommy, he he or she, right?
0: (laughs) Okay. um, So that wraps up all the questions for this element, but um, did you have any final thoughts on uh, stats and records?
1: Again, I I really do like this, this element. Um, And it may have been just because of my past life where I I did have, um, I was collecting this information for corporate and then found out over the years, like, hey, uh, if I'm collecting this all on my own, it's very, very hard to do. Mm -hmm. It involves a lot of other people in the collection of it or, or have the responsibility to provide you with that information. Mm-hmm. But it, just keep in mind, this whole element is pure documentation, mm-hmm. uh, besides the interview question that's attached to the last question. So um, if your procedure isn't prescriptive enough telling us what you're doing, the scores are going to go sideways. Um, and there's two ways to look at this. And I know for a lot of clients, they may have heard me say, um, they collect Really, really, really good stats. Mm-hmm. But the procedure doesn't say what they're supposed to collect. So I, I have to score them accordingly. Or something analyzed. They, yeah. Yeah. And they could reverse engineer those really, really good stats mm-hmm. and build their procedure so that it's it's actually left side equals right side. But the yeah. procedure says exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Um so that's if, if you haven't any comments or questions about this, the stats, um, by all means, reach out to IHSA and uh, we can have a short discussion on how to how to look at stats. I can drive you through our uh, uh, the IHSA website where we've got lots of stats that we've provided over the years in comparisons to other people in your rate groups. There's a lot of information out there. WSAB has uh, great information. It's free at your fingertips. It's just knowing where to look. And uh, recently you've come across the MOL also provides Uh, information on every site visit they've done in the province of Ontario and every order they've written in the province of Ontario from every year from 2012 through 2019 so feel free to reach out there's there's a lot of stats out there that could help build your program Mm -hmm. go backwards in time a little bit for that question 12.4 or help build your trends and analysis uh, as well for how many site visits the MOL may have had on your sites yeah the information's all out there
0: okay and I think yeah the one of the important things to note is that um, this element can be either really well done or it can be very poorly done and um we don't want you just you know we try and provide as many resources as we can but if you you know feel like you're taking a shot in the dark and you're really not sure what um you should be doing hopefully this podcast has helped a bit but um uh, if you do need more help then don't don't be afraid to reach out because uh like i've said many times and in, in this whole series we we do want um our internal auditors and our, our firms to be successful. And um, and we wanna help where we can.
1: Well, thanks again, Stacy, for involving me in this one.
0: No problem. Uh, thanks for coming in and uh, we'll chat with you uh, in I think a couple more, a couple episodes. <laughs> thanks. Bye. Now. Bye.
2: the IHSA Safety Podcast. For more episodes, tips, and all things safety, go to ihsasafetypodcast.ca. Thanks for listening.